sugar is not the antichrist right we couldn't blink an eyelash without sugar sugar is the preferred gasoline of the human body sugar is so important to the human body as a matter of fact our dna is made from it most people don't know that right dna is an acronym for deoxyribonucleic acid the ribo in ribonucleic acid is sugar so sugar is not the problem in and of itself the problem with sugar metabolism and it is a giant problem is number one how much sugar are you consuming number two what kind of sugar is it and number three does your body have the raw materials necessary to metabolize when you when you take a step back and look at, at the bigger picture then everything starts to come into focus but this is a real mind twister for most people With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have a special treat for you today. I have Dr. Pete Glidden coming back to the program. But what I'm telling you is anytime you have a paradigm-changing concept coming at you, I, I get thrilled. That's what I love to learn about. I love to hear like something that just changes my paradigm and, and learn something big. And what you're going to learn today is the whole sugar being bad for you, it's all be it's all bs it's it it is bad in in excessive amounts but it's not bad for you we're based on sugar we need sugar that's why people who are diabetics when their blood sugar gets sugar gets low they need sugar right away you need sugar it's a balancing thing so when people are saying cut out all sugar that's it's just not true we need sugar so the whole psyop you know time magazine saying sugar being bad for you and all the sugar stuff that was another bs story that helps the whole sickness industry. And just like the fat being bad for you, if you eat excessive fat, yeah, it's bad for you, but it's, it's the same thing with sugar. So you're gonna learn a paradigm changing concept. You gotta listen to the whole thing, this whole show, because we talk about various things and then he starts getting into it and I start realizing what I'm learning and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just learned a whole paradigm changing deal here and now I wanna dive into it more and I'm hoping you do as well. And that's why I love having uh, Glidden on because he's going to be teaching us so much. I'm having him on once a month. We're going to learn what we don't learn in school. We don't learn from our doctors. We just don't learn because it's normally censored. And so we are going to have a whole paradigm-changing education on health that's going to change the way we look at food, look at everything in our life so that we can become healthier because we've been getting the wrong messages our whole life. And that's time to end. So... Get ready for this great show and listen to the whole thing so you get to that point where you understand what, the, what I'm talking about with sugar. Uh, before I get into it, please um, go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. That's how you stay on top of things. And I also want to tell you that I had some issues. My site was being upgraded and there were issues with my shop page. It is now back up and running. The links were... I had issues. I am also getting like 90 attacks a day. People are trying to take my site down. So my site is really tight. And so there's, it just takes more to keep it going properly. And so if you ever, please, if you ever run into a thing where you can't get to a really important link, like my shop, send me a message because that's how I learned is people told me, I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I had to go and get that fixed. And so that we got it fixed, but uh, but once again, it's because I'm attacked. I my my website, my um, people who manage my service are telling me I'm getting you know 90 attacks a day. People trying to take my uh, website down, so they're trying to get in, and we're keeping them out. And so I appreciate everybody just helping that cause. But sign up for my newsletter. That's how you're going to stay in contact with me. I have all my shows. I have my all my articles. And also look at sarahwestall.tv and Ebonier. That's where I have my exclusives. And it's how I, a big part of how I support my show as well. And I want to tell you, Tetragen, when he gets to the corn syrup issue, 
there's an enzyme in tetragen that helps your brain deal with that where you get the signal that you're not hungry anymore. So look at tetragen. It helps you burn fat. It's a great product, but it ties into the show and I'll bring it up when it comes later. And it was a big epiphany for me as well on what the source of that problem was. But anyway, so let's get into this amazing show with Dr. Glidden. Dr. Glidden, thank you so much for returning back to the program. We have so much to talk about, but I wanted to, and you wanted to talk about sugar because it's an important topic, but I want to talk about the politics of sugar and what the heck is the deal with that? Sugar's in everything. We're all addicted to it. It's probably one of my favorite things. I um I want I want to say there was a study that was done over a hundred years ago when they could do all these weird studies and they did it with dogs and they fed a certain group of dogs sugar water and then the other group just water. The dogs that were fed sugar water died before the dogs that were fed just water. That's a cruel experience uh, experiment, but they did it. That yeah, well, was you know, pretty interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's the whole thing about sugar is interesting, and it's filled with uh, uh, data that would otherwise that's confusing and conflicting. So, for instance, sugar is not the antichrist, right? We couldn't blink an eyelash without sugar. Sugar is the preferred gasoline of the human body. Sugar is so important to the human body. As a matter of fact, our DNA is made from it. Most people don't know that, right? DNA is an acronym for deoxyribonucleic acid. The ribo in ribonucleic acid is sugar. Our DNA is made from sugar. So sugar is not the problem in and of itself. The problem with sugar metabolism, and it is a giant problem, is number one, how much sugar are you consuming? Number two, what kind of sugar is it? And number three, does your body have the raw materials necessary to metabolize it? And you put all these things together, plus, you know, the medical industrial complex and Monsanto and, and all of this, and it is a crap show. We consume approximately 18 times as much sugar, 18 times as much sugar per person as we did in the 1800s. And that is a gigantic flipping problem. It's just the because anything in moderation, I said, shouldn't say anything, some things you don't have any of, but most things in moderation are good for you, right? Sugar is one of them. I, let yeah, me sugar ask is very you, important. We're all addicted to sugar too. It's very addictive. Is, I want to talk about the politics of sugar because I know there's a pretty sordid pass with sugar. They know it's addictive. And is that why it's an everything i know we love the taste of it but it's an everything literally well, when you when you take a step back and look at, at the bigger picture then everything starts to come into focus but this is a real mind twister for most people because most people in our generation have in generation before us and the generation before that grew up inside of this medical monopoly and we have it in the back of our heads that the CDC has our back and that the FDA has our back and that our medical doctors, our MDs have the best training in medicine that there is in the world. And all of these notions are incorrect. Yeah, we're learning that the hard way over the last two years, the majority of the people who can even, you know, critically think at all. Keep going. Those, those people are few and far between, it's true, but... But, you know, so these things are kind of in the background and we have to take the Zen sword and cut through it. And the simple fact of the matter is that illnesses related to blood sugar, right? So insulin dependent diabetes, type two diabetes, insulin resistance syndrome, syndrome X, all these illnesses are getting more and more. They, they haven't leveled off. They're not getting less and less. They're getting more and more. More people are coming down with these things every year. The insulin sales in, in the United States, $18 billion a year. It's a gigantic revenue stream for the pharmaceutical industry to make people sick with blood sugar issues, quite frankly, to make people sick with anything. And I'm of the belief that there is a relationship between the food industry and the medical monopoly, one of the intentions of which is to keep 
people sick. And one of the ways that that's happening is by the massive amounts of sugar that are in everything. Well, and isn't there a lot of interesting political maneuvers with the sugarcane industry? And it's subsidized by, why in the world would we be subsidizing the sugar industry? It's really interesting, isn't it? Well, if you put, so there's a lot of nuances here. So for instance, let's talk about how food is grown, okay? <clears throat> so the way that most farmers grow food in the United States is by using pesticides and herbicides in order to control the bugs. But here's something that people don't know. Bugs that eat the plants don't have pancreases. So sugar to a bug is a poison. So the higher level of naturally occurring sugar in the plant is good for the plant, bad for the bug. So however, the way that food is grown with the use of pesticides and the use of herbicides makes the amount of naturally occurring sugars in the plants extremely low. This is because when you use herbicides and when you use pesticides on the plant, the plant cannot suck up the minerals that it needs that are in the soil. Now, not all of the minerals that the plant needs or that the human needs are in the soil anyway, but the, the minerals that are there, the plant has trouble sucking up when you use pesticides or herbicides on the plant. And this is a problem because when the plant itself becomes deficient in minerals, not vitamins, not amino acids, but minerals, when the plant becomes deficient in minerals, it cannot make naturally occurring sugars. And so if it can't make naturally occurring sugars, bugs love to eat it because the bugs aren't going to be harmed by it. And this is why they need pesticides and they need herbicides. Organic gardeners and organic farmers don't, this doesn't happen because when you put minerals in the soil, the amount of naturally occurring sugars in the plant is normal and healthy and the bugs don't like them. So the bugs won't eat them. So the way that our food is grown being uh, low in naturally occurring healthy sugars makes the vegetables not taste good. So what do they have to do? Well, they have to add sugar to it to make it taste better. And this is a, a giant unforeseen problem. So in natural, that's where the organic natural grown food has more natural sugars and they taste better too. 100%. That's, that's the benefit to organic food. It tastes better. 100% of the time, it tastes better because of the naturally occurring sugars that are found in it. And so we just, it's another example how we create our own problems. We know enough to solve some things. And you're going to say, I'm going to say there's twofold problem here. There's, we know enough to solve some problems. So they're out there creating more problems and so danger. And then there's smarter people that do it on purpose because they know it's making people sick. Well, I think they're doing it on purpose. I, I don't think it's a combination. I think they're doing it to make people sick. I think there are people at the very top that are pulling these strings. I agree with that. Right. And then the way, also the way that our educational system is, right? If you're a PhD or, you know, you're a doctor of, of some sort like myself or like a medical doctor, the, the, the process, the academic process that you have to go through to get your doctoral degree is an intellectual meat grinder. And the intention of the education is not to expand your mind and to make you a, you know, a creative uh, problem solving outside of the box thinker. The educational process is designed to compress your mind and to create cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias and to get you to think inside of a particular box. And then you're surrounded by people in your professional career. Once you have your degree, everybody whom is thinking inside of that same box so it becomes reality by consensus and people don't question there's no creative thought everybody is doing what everybody else does just because that's the way that everybody's done it and so when you add that little nugget into the bargain here it's easy for the people who are pulling the strings at the top to direct you know their minions so to speak and i, I hate to speak in conspiratorial terms but this is how it is the problem is that PhDs in agriculture, medical doctors, they don't, they have lost the ability to think critically. They have lost the ability to think clearly. And all that they do is follow the status quo. And in this case, the status quo, there's an agenda behind the status quo, which is making everybody sick. 
Well, and I've noticed that there's, there's quite a few doctors that listen to my show and there's quite a few doctors that are joining with us in this program that you do or with, you know, some of these, and they're joining in these calls and talking and not just doctors, but nurse practitioners and people in the medical field. So more of them, especially over the last two years are realizing that they, you know, I, I, they, they don't know everything. I tell my dad, my dad's an engineer. He has two master's degrees and stuff and he, but he's a civil engineer. And I tell him it's very much like a civil engineer being in charge of all engineering electrical engineering and computer right. engineering. And so let's have all this, the civil engineers do all the engineering on everything. It's like, well, that's a disaster. Sure, there's gonna be, there's sm really smart people who are gonna figure it out and probably be good at it anyways because they're self learners, they're out of the box. They, and that, those are the doctors that we're seeing at the forefront right now going, what the hell is going on? But in general, there would be very few of those and it would be a complete cluster on so many things that are going on. And that's what we're seeing in the medical field. Especially now with all the COVID stuff, it's not, it's nuts because the, the, you know, the people who are supposed to be objective scientists, right. Following the science are not following the science. They're following the propaganda. They're not really. And from my point of view, Sarah, you know, this, all of this coronavirus nonsense and misdirection and propagandized information and deplatforming of people who have an alternative voice to the mainstream agenda. I mean, welcome to my life. Welcome to the, the experience of the naturopathic physician, the homeopathic physician, the Ayurvedic physician in the United States for the last 100 years, the chiropractors, for goodness sakes. The American Medical Association was convicted in federal court in the 1980s of a 10-year slander campaign against the chiropractor. Yeah, I know. And, well, they, and I think they were ordered it, to pay them 25 million bucks, but nobody went to jail. I think they've been censoring doctors for so long that they know it works. And so now, but they've expanded right. to the point where they've censored people like me because I've been interviewed. The internet took off and there was a point where they didn't have control of it. And, and it was for a good 15 years where we, a lot of people grew up and learned a lot of things that they weren't exposed to in the past. And that changed the world. I, I fully believe that created a spark. And now there's a lot of people who are pissed. And then those same people who were educating a lot of people now got censored. Now we're watching this mass censorship cam campaign. I hope there was enough people that were sparked that, I mean, because this is horrifying. This is the worst thing that can happen to the human race is to shut down um, free speech on topics such as healthcare, and then also watch how they're uniformly, um, uh, they're attacking us. They're uniformly hunting us almost, you know? And it's, um, <laughs> it's, it's profound when you realize the magnitude of what's going on. This begs the question, right? I mean, who died and made the CDC came? That's who, exactly who was it that, right. Who the hell are you guys? Who was it that made the FDA king? Who was it that made the FTC king? What well, the people Fauci? that are in these organizations were appointed. They weren't elected. Yeah, who the hell are these guys? Who makes Fauci any better than all the other scientists he calls a quack? Who the hell are and, you? And to make it even worse, I'll show you how deep the socialization goes. In World War II, a handful of German pharmaceutical companies banded together and they bought their own concentration camp. I know what you're that. And it was the medical doctors and the pharmaceutical industry that did this. It wasn't the chiropractors. It wasn't the homeopaths. It wasn't the naturopaths. It wasn't the Ayurvedic practitioners. It wasn't the acupuncturists or the traditional Chinese medical doctors. It was the MDs and the pharmaceutical industry who did this. And because they lost the war, the Nuremberg trials started and they, they uncovered these horrible medical experiments that the medical doctors, the medical doctors, the medical doctors in the pharmaceutical industry did on innocent human beings. And that was the reason for the Nuremberg Code. But that's and what now again. It's that's the same thing. Nuremberg who's doing it? It's the same It's the people. medical doctors and the pharmaceutical industry. It's not the chiropractors. It's not the naturopaths. It's not the homeopaths. It's the medical doctors and the pharmaceutical industry who's doing this. Why are they able to do this? 
because they have they are in complete utter and total control of the medical marketplace and it's been like that it's been a monopolized medical marketplace since 1912. Okay, so this is what we need to change. Obviously, this is what we're all fighting against. You know, I mean, I go to a chiropractor once a week, and it's just, you know, we just shake our head now because we we see the magnitude of what's going on. New York is putting through a legislation. I don't know if it's going to pass or not. Um, maybe you know, this is this is right before Christmas is going to air, right before New Year's, and there's a legislation going through of doing indefinite COVID camps for anybody that has a health risk against society. Yeah, that's just nuts. I mean, that's that's totalitarianism. And that's the beginning of, you know, uh, 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 the, the Fourth Reich, right? The, the, this is very, very serious. There's a couple of news. The Zen sword that would cut through all of this, and it, the, we need some dramatic action like this. The Zen sword that would cut through all of this is the uh, ab the abolishment of the CDC, the abolishment yes. of the Food and Drug Administration, and the creation of a free medical market. Immediately. We need immediately. to do that and immediately. And there's also the people, the human traffickers and the, the, the central bankers who are behind that that are funding all that. We need to break that power structure and get rid of this stuff immediately. And you know, it's, it's, it's interesting from my perspective as a licensed naturopathic physician, 33 years of clinical experience. You know, we're, let's talk about the blood sugar thing, bring it back to the blood sugar thing. But while the world over the last you know, 109 years has been underneath the tutelage and the care of medical doctors practicing allopathic medicine, using drugs and surgery, not to cure anything, but to manage illness, blood sugar issues have gotten worse. Diabetes is increasing. Type 2 diabetes is increasing. Insulin resistance syndrome is increasing. Insulin sales are increasing. Metformin sales are increasing. And oh, by the way, metformin, which is the go-to drug for type 2 diabetes and blood sugar issues, nobody knows how it works. The method of action of metformin is unknown. And doesn't that meet the definition of quack medicine? Isn't that their problem with you know, vitamins and minerals and everybody, all these medical practitioners like myself who don't use drugs and surgery, oh, it's unproven, it's unscientific. But when it's a drug that's unproven, no problem, you can use it as much as you want. It's a complete 100% propagandized, monopolistic crap show. Everything they do is quack medicine. I shouldn't say everything. Anytime that you're just focused on symptoms and screwing around, trying to make money and not looking at the source of the problems, that's yeah. quack, screwy, making money, just trying to make a buck. That is the definition of, I don't know, I, I don't even have a word for it. So bad medicine. And but this yes. is what everybody see, because we have been socialized to think that the medical doctors have the secret decoder ring to all things medical and everybody else is a back of the bus quack with substandard training, which is what we have been socialized to believe. And by the way, in the United States, the only thing that can legally treat a disease is a drug. Do you believe that? That's a law. The only thing that can legally treat a disease is a drug in the United States of America. It's insanity on steroids. And the, the tragedy here, Sarah, is that Members of my profession clean up the messes that the medical doctors have made all of the time. Fixing blood sugar issues is not the hardest thing in the world to do. If you have insulin resistance syndrome or type 2 diabetes, the blood sugar management issues, even if you're in an insulin-dependent diabetic, if you get on board with a good, solid naturopathic treatment program, you'll be able to re massively reduce the amount of insulin that you need if you are an insulin dependent diabetic, and you'll be able to normalize your blood sugars if you're struggling with type two diabetes. It's a relatively easy thing to get on the other side of with science-based clinically verified naturopathic therapeutics, but because nobody even knows how to pronounce naturopathy, and because everybody's been socialized to believe that the medical doctors know everything, when the medical doctors fail, when the medical doctors bankrupt, by the way, the leading cause of bankruptcy in the United States, MD-directed medical bills, 
people still go back to them simply because they don't know there are science-based, clinically verified, licensed and regulated alternatives. And this is why we need a free medical market. That's exactly why we need a free. This is why all these deleted videos that were on YouTube, I, all my <laughs> doctor's videos, they're all you know deleted. They, this was an operation, obviously, to get rid of people who are speaking. Well, let's talk about New Year's resolutions with weight loss. Now, how much does sugar cause? I know inflammation is a source of so many problems, but how much is sugar the cause of keeping weight on and just simply not being, no matter what you do, you cannot lose weight? All right. So there's two things to talk about in this regard. And this is ironic and tragic and interesting all at the same time, because uh, farmers who grow cattle, like, you know, beef cattle, they've known how to manage weight in their animals for 200 years. It's a relatively easy thing to do with cows. And so here's how you do it. When you're growing the cow, you don't want the cow to eat you out of house and home. You want the cow to be at a normal body weight. So when the cow is growing up, you put minerals into the cow's food. When the cow's body is mineralized appropriately, saturated with 100% of the minerals that that cow's body needs in order to maintain its health, the cow eats until it's full and then it walks away from the trough. There's more food in the trough. The cow's full. The cow's satisfied. He won't continue to eat. He just walks away and leaves the food in the trough and maintains a normal body weight. So let's say the farmer does that for four or five years and then it's time to sell the cow got to fatten the cow up because the fatter the cow is the more the cow weighs the better the price they're going to get they need to fatten the animal up well how do they do that they stop putting minerals into the food so in a couple of weeks the cow's body becomes deficient in essential minerals and an essential mineral by the way is something that the animal's body needs but can't make essential nutrients have to be imported into the body and it's the same for humans. So the farmers stop giving the animals minerals in the food. In a couple of weeks, the cow's body burns through its mineral reserves. Now the cow is minerally deficient. And when an animal is deficient in minerals, it will eat anything. There's a phenomenon that happens in animals. It's called pica where the cow will eat rocks or stones or the horse will eat the wood, you know, on the fence of the stall. They just eat because they have to. It's not because they had, you know, issues with their mother or their father growing up, right? It's not because they were abused as a young cow or a young horse. It's not an, a psycho-emotional thing. It's physiological because they're deficient in minerals. So now the cow's deficient in minerals and it will eat all of the food that you give it all of the time. So the farmers just keep giving it food for a couple of months. The cow triples its weight and then they sell it at market and bada bing, bada boom, they make a handy profit. So the first thing to consider with weight gain in a human being, it's not because you have a psychological issue. That is an issue, I think, for about 10% of people. I think 10% of people put on weight as a defensive mechanism because they had a really hard childhood they're not over that emotional stress. They're trying to protect themselves from, you know, the world. But I think it's a small percentage of people who are like that. Most people who gain weight gain weight because they are simply minerally deficient and they don't know it. So they go to Olive Garden. They're hungry as a horse. They'll eat 3,000 calories in 30 minutes because they have to. And then they go home and three hours later, they're hungry again. Why is this? Well, Oprah will tell you it's psychological. She's wrong. It's physiological and it's driven by mineral deficiencies. So you must mineralize your body. It's mandatory. And once you start taking the appropriate amount of minerals into your body on a regular basis, you fill your body's nutritional tank up and your appetite calms down. So you go to Olive Garden, there's 3,000 calories on your plate. You only eat half of it. You're full. You take the rest home in a doggy bag and you don't need to eat it until lunch the next day. So your appetite dramatically decreases and it's the calorie consumption which fuels weight gain. I mean, there was nobody in Auschwitz or Dachau that was overweight, right? 
it's all about calorie consumptions and you 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 your body will force you to eat calories if you are minerally deficient because it is desperately trying to fill up the mineral tank but the food that you're eating doesn't have the minerals in it so you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat because you're deficient in minerals that's number one number two if the food that you are eating even if you are replete with minerals has high fructose corn syrup in it and by the way high fructose corn syrup is in everything which is why i think it was done on purpose i don't think it was happenstance i don't think it was just stupidity i think it's been done on purpose when you eat high fructose corn syrup it interrupts the a biochemical pathway in the brain that lets you know you're full now, there is a, a signal in the brain that lets you know when you're full and okay folks it's time to stop eating that switch is turned off in the presence of high fructose corn syrup so when you eat anything that has high fructose corn syrup in it your appetite never goes away and that's what tetrogen combats that's what um there's an that's enzyme right. that can combat that okay that's excellent but the, the better thing is just don't just eat high don't fructose eat corn it. syrup that's the problem right. okay now good how luck how i know that i know that's why it, it really helped me to get that enzyme fixed but i'd, I'd rather you want to do that and you but you want to fix the source of the problem now my my question is you also if you're um mineral deficient does your body hold on to more calories as well well so yes right so the the thing is that there's a there's an interesting little mechanism there and remember the entire basis of this conversation and the entire basis of the naturopathic understanding of how the human body works which by the way is the correct understanding of the how the human body works because it's in sync with natural law the fundamental concept here is that the human body has wisdom that the human body knows how to fix itself the human body wants to fix itself the human body is trying to optimize its structure and function all of the time. I mean, think it through. Our bodies grew themselves all by themselves from a single cell into us, all by themselves. And our bodies right now are maintaining millions of biochemical processes are happening in our bodies right now, all of which are beyond our conscious control. There is an innate spiritual intelligence which is running the show. Yes. Right? It's yes. running the show. I'm glad but you brought that up. Yeah. In order for everything to work the way that nature and God intended it, the body has to have the right amount of raw materials. It has to have enough calcium. It has to have enough vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C. It has to have enough magnesium, enough selenium. There are 90 essential nutrients that the body needs in order to work and the problem is that these nutrients are not all in the food they're not they're just not especially the minerals and the minerals are two-thirds of your body's needs two-thirds of your body's needs are minerals and they're certainly not there the way that they need to be so as the body becomes more and more deficient in essential nutrients all kinds of funny things start to happen so your appetite goes up, your body holds on to fat because it, it thinks it's in a time of famine. Because even though you're eating a lot of calories, there aren't any nutrients in it. The body only knows that it's nutrient deficient. So it hoards the calories, it hoards the fat, it increases your appetite because it's trying to source nutrients. But the nutrients aren't in the food that you're eating. And so around and around and around and around you go. And it's horrible. And I think it was done on purpose. I think there's a, a cabal between the people that manufacture the food, the people that teach farmers how to grow the food, and the medical doctors who prescribe the drugs. It, nothing else makes sense. The right? more you learn, the Are more you, you figure me? that out. Billion dollars a year in insulin sales? It's nuts. Yeah, because they're not, they know how to solve it. That's the part. They, are we that dumb? No, because there's people like you <laughs> who are out there telling everybody, but you're censored. So what's with the censorship, right? And, and okay. it's not just with blood sugar issues. I mean, yeah, I know. Name me an illness. Well, right? they're censoring people who are trying to stop pedophilia and human trafficking too. We'll get to that. It's crazy what's happening. I now, know. there's one more thing that we need to talk about when we're talking about blood sugar. Okay, 
and this is really fascinating and, and, and nobody knows this. I mean, if you're not a medical professional, you would have no idea about this. So here's how it goes. Remember, sugar is the preferred gasoline of the body. The body loves sugar. Your DNA is made out of sugar. It's a great thing, but we, we love have to be sugar. We have to metabolize <laughs> it appropriately. So here's what happens. You eat something that's got sugar in it or a carbohydrate and your body turns that into sugar. And now there's sugar in the blood. Somehow, nobody knows the mechanism. The body recognizes that there's sugar in the blood and it releases insulin from the pancreas. Nobody knows how that happens. All right, so now there's insulin floating through your blood. Insulin lands on the wall of a cell and there are receptor sites on the side of all the cells in your body and they, they allow the, the docking of different things. So there's a particular receptor site on the wall of the cell for insulin. So insulin binds to the receptor site on the side of the cell, and it sends a signal to the inside of the cell, hey, sugar's on the way. So when that signal gets through inside the cell, the cell actually creates a sugar door on the wall of the cell and opens it up to let the sugar in. It's a fascinating process, which is driven number one by insulin, but number two by a nutrient called chromium. It's a mineral called chromium. So we've got insulin binds to the cell wall, sends a, a message to the inside of the cell make a sugar door, open the sugar door. But in order for that message to get through, you need chromium. If you are deficient in chromium, the insulin hits the cell wall, but the message can't get through. It's blocked because there's no chromium. And that's it's like, how you, you know, solve some of the diabetes issues is you make sure they get their minerals, chromium. With an, extra, with an extra helping of chromium. That's exactly correct. That's exactly what we do. So anybody that has type two diabetes, insulin dependent, uh, a diabetes, insulin resistance syndrome, if you mineralize your body and give your body extra chromium, and there's a couple of botanical medicines also, which optimize this process that help, help it along the same way that we optimize the immune system with different botanical medicines, your blood sugar metabolism gets much, much, much better. Sometimes it'll normalize. I, the, one of my most famous cases, I was working with a 16-year-old kid. He was insulin dependent since he was two years old. And he worked with me. And inside of three months, he was able to reduce his insulin injections by 75% in oh, three months. God. Yeah. He was happier too, wasn't he? Just a happier, healthier kid. Yeah, because when your blood sugar is not right, your mood is like this. Mm -hmm. And there's two kind of day-to-day -day indications that your blood sugar is not right. Number one, you get sleepy after you eat a meal. Number two, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're wide awake. It's like it's two o'clock in the morning. You went to bed at 11, you're awake. You feel like you've slept all night, but it's two o'clock in the morning and you're wide awake. If either of those two things happen, especially... If they happen together, you have a blood sugar issue and you better fix it because when sugar lingers in the blood too long, right, it's trying to get inside the cell, but it can't get inside the cell because that door isn't going to open up because it's not enough chromium. Sugar is going to linger in the blood. And when sugar lingers in the blood, it feeds all kinds of bad things, feeds viruses, feeds bacteria, feeds pathogens. It's bad, creates inflammation. It's bad, damages nerves. It's, it's bad. bad. That's bad. <laughs> it's it's bad. bad. And it's not because it's the sugar. It's because your body has lost the ability to metabolize it the way nature intended it to. And, you know, because of this this whole thing, everybody eats way too much sugar into the bargain. I love this interview because we've heard so much about how bad sugar is. Well, no, sugar's not bad. We need it. It's again, it's the fun. We keep screwing up as humans. No, it's the mineral deficiencies. That's the problem. I love this. Which the agricultural industry, I mean, the, the, the livestock industry has known about for 150 years. And the corn syrup, this corn, the process corn syrup, right? It's nuts. And again, right, this is 
This is science-based, clinically verified. The guy that discovered the chromium thing was a medical doctor. He was a medical doctor, and he discovered it in the 1950s, for goodness sakes. So why isn't this mainstream? Because it doesn't benefit the pharmaceutical industry, which sells, you know, billions of dollars of metformin, billions of dollars of insulin every year. And look, you know, I can prescribe drugs as a naturopathic doctor. It's not that drugs are bad and evil. It's let's try to fix the flipping problem instead of just manage it. Let's try to get to the root cause of it and cure it. Let's try to make people healthy instead of manage their disease. And, you know, when I'm appointed Surgeon General of the United States, it's going to be illegal for medical doctors to call themselves doctors because they're I, not. I love that. Well, I want to be appointed to the, the tech information czar. I want to be that. You can be Surgeon General. <laughs> well, I, I think you be, should be. I want to be appointed to that. I'm going through a Google lawsuit. I was head of the internet stuff at US West when we had 75% of the internet market. I have some background. I want to lead that stuff and I want to fix this censorship crap. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would ever let me. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be politically in the in crowd, but geez, I want to fix this. You know, it makes you wonder though, doesn't it, Sarah? Doesn't it make you wonder why the, the bad people, I mean the bad people, the evil people, why are they the ones that have been in control for the last 150 years. Why is it them? Why are they always the people at the top in every aspect of industry, in the finances, the Federal Reserve, medicine, now tech with all this censorship? Why is it the bad people right. that are always number one and that always have their thumb on the rest of us? I wish I knew the answer to that question. I've been struggling with that lately. I don't know. But the simple fact of the matter, matter is in, in medicine, your medical doctor may be the nicest person that God ever created, but your medical doctor doesn't know what's best for you. Your medical doctor only knows what they've been trained in, and your medical doctor has been trained in disease management through drug dispensing. That's what they've been trained in, disease management through the use of drugs. And, you know, sometimes that's a good thing to do, but most of the time it's a juvenile thing to do and you're going to suffer into the long term yes. because of it. Yes. And the only thing that honestly, that keeps my profession alive is because more often than not, we get results. Well, so you shouldn't a, be alive. Your profession, if you don't get results, you shouldn't be alive. That's the <laughs> problem here is that when censorship, I mean, the hospitals, we all know right now, unless you've, thoroughly vetted a hospital you don't go to the hospital but for some reason they're still alive they need to go out of business i mean i i don't know it's it's amazing to me and the medical insurance industry i mean i've had some some horror stories told me by medical doctor friends that i have about what what happened to them when they started to blow the whistle on vioxx mm -hmm. right the vioxx killed sixty thousand people and a friend of mine was one of the first people to blow the whistle on that. And, you know, he's visited by pharmaceutical reps who took him into the back room and gave him a talking to. you got to be kidding me. Like a mobster. Like we had. A hundred percent like a mobster. And this is a problem. We need a free medical market. But so look, let's bring this around and close it out. So, you know, it's maybe it's possible that someone like DeSantis gets elected and, you know, maybe we, we have a sweeping change, you know, in, in government and there's a, you know, the, the establishment of a free medical market, but wouldn't that be great? You know, a establishment of a free tech market with objective oversight, wouldn't that be great? But in the meantime, your body is sick and suffering. And drugs and surgery are not the best way to handle it. And there are other ways to handle it. So please visit the website, controlyourhealth.care, controlyourhealth.care. Get on board with the nutritional supplements that we promote there. 
because these nutritional supplements give your body 100% of its nutrient needs. And we've got a healthy foundation pack. We've got a healthy blood sugar pack. Try it out for four weeks. You're going to love the way that you feel. Kick these tires, slam these doors, and see for yourself what nutrifying your body, arguably for the first time in your entire life, feels like. Because as God is my witness, you simply do not know what you're missing. And you should try this stuff out. Let me ask you too, you have your membership, which I absolutely love. So people can join for $22 a month and they, it, they have the ability to ask you questions. It's in a group, but that's okay because other people have questions too. And you are there for two hours a week and they can go if they have additional questions and they have access to you. I think, I mean, this yeah. is like, this is the control your healthcare point is that you get your minerals, you can talk to you, you can take total control of your healthcare by joining the program and um, making sure your body is fully mineralized. If you have other things you're taking fine, and you don't want to try that, you can join your program still and learn what you might be deficient in. So the strength that myself and my colleagues bring to the table is it's the wheelhouse of the naturopathic medical profession to figure all this stuff out. I mean, you know, research is a good thing, but a lot of the research in this arena is promoted and funded by the supplement company. And so, you know, they, maybe they got their fingers on that scale, maybe not, but there needs to be a little bit more objectivity. And that's what my profession is about. Yes. It's about science-based, clinically verified, clinically verified. What works? What is it that works? Which supplements are good? Which botanical medicines are good? Are you going to need the powdered form? You're going to need the alcohol tincture? How much are you going to have to take? We figure that out. That's what we do. And on my website, I've put, I've put together a remarkable amount of information. I think I talk about on my website over 90 different illnesses. I've got a webinar on heartburn. I've got a webinar on type 2 diabetes. I've got a webinar on eczema. I've got a webinar on just about anything you can think of. And in this presentation, which is accessible through a month-to-month -month subscription, I will teach you what the medical doctors think about this, how they treat it, and what the naturopathic doctors think about this and how we treat it. It's self-help health recovery. So you educate yourself, learn a little bit. It's not hard, by the way. And then you apply what I say for 90 days in the safety and comfort of your own home, and you see how you feel, for goodness sakes. The proof of the pudding is in the eating, and there's a ton of information on my website, the intention of which is to help you get into the game of healing. And part of the subscription is, you know, uh, two hours of live chat with yours truly. I talked to Brett yesterday. He's the one that runs all the customer service and does all these things. He's so great. This is such a professional group. I am so impressed with you. I just... You know, I've been doing this for a while. So when I get, a, there's a professional group that answers questions and works with people. He was telling me that in the last um, conference call where all the people can ask some questions about products, that there was a large group of doctors and um, people in the medical profession who are trying to learn this as well. Cause they're starting mm -hmm. to realize they don't have the training. You know, just like I was talking about the civil engineer trying to be an electrical engineer they know this and so they're waking up and trying to do it as well i was so impressed with how professional this and they love it they're there they're talking and so you that's the company you're in i was I, a lot of smart people who want to learn more and this is the thing and again you know the there's a saying goes something like this that the truth has a particular ring to it and once you've experienced the truth, once you've realized the truth, you're in its velvet grasp forever. Yes. The fundamentals of this approach are all based on natural law. This is not something that we've just made up out of happenstance, which, by the way, is what mostly happens in conventional medicine. Conventional, the, the halls of conventional medicine are littered with the discarded remnants of, of theories about medicine and that are completely outdated and which were completely wrong, like bloodletting, for goodness sakes, but not naturopathic medicine. Naturopathic medicine is based upon natural law. 
and it's science-based and clinically verified. So who wouldn't want to belly on up to that bar? Who wouldn't want to know more about that? The only people that wouldn't want to know about that are people that are closed-minded, compressed brain, prejudiced against everything that's not what they do, which yeah, is exactly regretfully right. the majority of people in medicine today. That's because their ego is wrapped up into it. And, and so they won't open their mental door to see it. But once you learn it, it's the Plato's cave of the shadows and you see the light yeah. and you get scared. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. Well, I appreciate- So you're right, more and more people are, are, are jumping into this boat and it's a beautiful thing. It's, a, it, it's just that you can't unlearn it. It is what it, okay, that's what we're going. And it's frustrating <laughs> when you learn a new truth and you're like, God, we were snowed again. <laughs> It's yeah. like, oh my God, like the whole yeah. sugar story. I think Time Magazine that came out with all that sugar, that's another bullshit story about sugar. Stop eating. That wasn't the source of the issue. And so now we're just right. putting another Band-Aid, just like the fat wasn't the source of the issue. It's another Band-Aid bullshit story that everybody was running with. Yeah, because they don't know any better and because yeah. it's all one-sided information, one-sided information, one-sided information. Yes. It's like going to Wikipedia, for goodness sakes. Really? You think you're going to get objective information at Wikipedia? You're fooling yourself. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm hoping this gets people motivated for New Year and for New Year's, their New Year's resolutions. And yes, I, you know, I've been doing this. I exercise this morning. I feel so good today. <laughs> so just like on top of cloud nine. So thank you so much, Dr. Glidden. And I appreciate everything that you do. Thanks a lot, Sarah. Folks, go to controlyourhealth.care. Controlyourhealth.care, for goodness sakes, what are you waiting for? Check it out and enter the game of healing for the first time in your life. Thanks, Sarah, for everything that you do. Uh, don't ever, ever, ever stop.